to this week's high traveling edition of the Posterman Podcast. On the Charlie Blaze? Yep. Because, you know, it's tough to be a god. <laughs> I guess, yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't know, but... I would, as I sip my fancy schmancy wine. Ah, tough. <laughs> We took a joke from last week, which was the road to El Dorado, because we did El Dorado, and so on and so forth. It just became a thing. So we decided to do the road to El Dorado. The Jeff Jeffrey Katzenberg pet project with DreamWorks Animation Studios, where they were continuing to try to fight Disney by even bringing in Disney music talent like Elton John. And even Disney actors like Kevin Klein, who was in The Hunchback of Notre Dame. Oh, that's right, he was. Yep. And, and Ken Brenna, who would go on to direct Disney movies. Like Thor. And Cinderella. And Cinderella. <laughs> I forgot he did the live-action Cinderella. Me too, until recently I was reminded. I forget why I was reminded. It, Kevin Brenna could sh- shoots about the same movie. Like, like, he has a look to him. It's it's real interesting to see that kind of aesthetics background. Like his little darker lens is what I would like to use. Say I would have to. I'd have to watch. Like I think those. I'm really just comparing Thor, uh, Amadeus. He didn't do Amadeus, did he? I don't know. I I no. He was in Amadeus. I was. I got that confused. But I I like Kenneth Branagh as an actor because he's really good in the as Hercule Poirot in the newest. Mm-hmm. Murder on the Orient Express. I thought he was really good. I can't yeah, wait for the. Yeah, he is the best part of that movie. Yeah, I can't wait for the new one. Murder on the Death of the Nile. Death on the Nile. Yeah, because that's which m- has been in. It's one of those constant moving. Yeah, it's targets. been in pre-release hell for forever. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but the Road to El Dorado, Ken. Plot synopsis: Cast list. El Dorado broadcast this. Go. Um. The road to El Dorado. Or else I'm going to keep singing the song that I know that I can't listen to five times. I'm stuck in my freaking head. <laughs> Two swindlers get their get their hands on a map to the fabled city of gold, El Dorado. That is like the first like twenty percent of that movie. That's the opening five minutes of the movie. Yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, twenty percent. Uh, and they proceed to wander in the in the jungle for the rest of the movie. Credits. And then they end up in El Dorado. Uh, Kevin Klein as Tulio. Kenneth Branagh as Miguel. Rosie Perez as Chell. Uh, Armad Asante as uh, Zekel Khan. Edward James Almos as the Chief. Jim Cummings as Cortez. <laughs> Frank Welker as Altivo. Frank Welker does everything. And Elton John is the narrator. What? And Elton John! <laughs> and I think Tobin Bell plays the 
the guy with the the jaguar. Oh, he's hood. the guard dude. I think that's who that is, Maybe. but I don't know. I gotta I gotta think about that voice then. I don't think it might be. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I just happen to go with the jigsaw voice, and then I'm like, hmm. I don't know who Tobin Bell is off the top of my head. Oh, yeah, he's that jigsaw. Guy. Maybe I don't know. This this movie has not no, really no place in historical fiction except for that Cortez goes to from Spain to destroy the the natives. <laughs> yes, and gets mistaken for a god and pretty much kills all of them. But that's really the only historical thing in the movie. Yes. This movie does not make any bones about being some sort of historically accurate thing. What? Especially considering uh uh I have this in my notes somewhere. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Uh um 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 Where is it again? Where is it? Is it lost? Is no it like one speaks the same language. I wonder when the hand-waving way of that little chestnut is going to happen. <laughs> and the high priest and the high priest and the chief can magically speak Spanish? The Spaniards can magically speak the native tongue? It's shocking that they don't ever they just like ignore that anyone speaks anything different but English. Yeah, it it, it it's let's just ignore that there are other languages in the world. Yes. Everybody received an English dictionary and is not shocked by these people. Riding on a horse that had more personality than some other horses. Who liked apples. Yes. A lot. Yes. But I thought that the Kevin Klein and Kenneth Branagh played very well off of each other as far as voice acting goes. Yeah, the performances in this movie mm-hmm. are quite good. I wish the script were better. I wish the story was better. I wish just about everything about this movie <laughs> other than the cast was better. It could have used I I think could have used a little bit more punch up. I think it was it was trying to do something. It definitely was Jeffrey Katzenberg taking control and being like, okay, we need to do some sort of Disney-esque fairy tale adventure, but without fairy tales. So how do we do that? Prince of Egypt. No. (laughs) Road to El Dorado. No. Chicken Run. No. Joseph King of Dreams. No. Shrek. Shrek is my... Shrek is it! That's how we do it! (laughs) Spirit. The Stallion of the Cimarron. Uh, Sinbad, I think, is the other is the other one. Shrek 4D. <laughs> Shrek 4D. Sinbad, Legend of the Seven Seas. Shrek 2. <laughs> Shark Tale. She would just try Shrek the Third then, just to finish her Shreks. <laughs> well, see, now it gets the TV series. <laughs> uh, hang on, I gotta find the next movie. Nope, that's it. Untitled Shrek reboot. There's a reboot coming. Oh, that's oh. producer. Oh. That's that's the that's what he's the producer of. I may vomit. Uh, well, yeah, and he is he is absolutely the most producer. 
Jeffrey aside Katzenberg. From, aside from self, 75 credits. He's made Tubi. Come on. He made... So, not Tubi. Um, <laughs> You're it's the that one thing that, on the phone. Yeah. I don't know what Tubi. it was called. Is that Tubi? Yeah. Yeah. He made that app thing with all like the bite-sized content. Quibi. Quibi. That's it. Quibi. Yeah. He, he spent all of his fortune of Shrek money to create Quibi. <laughs> yeah, after that, it's TV series. Oh, and then the Shrek it's... reboot. Oh, <laughs> Stop saying Shrek reboot. It'll, Shrek it'll, reboot. It'll make me hurl. Untitled Shrek reboot. I can't, I can't even fathom. It's this very, very much Shrek, I think, is just done. Like this, like uh, just to do a comparison with this movie and Shrek, Road to El Dorado wouldn't have been made today because you wouldn't have done been like, oh look, two white people show up and take control of these native people in a kids animated feature film. Um, <laughs> trick these natives into thinking that they're without them being like aliens, <laughs> picking the actual yeah, like maybe. Mayan culture and being like, yeah, maybe. Let's bring in two white guys who don't look Spanish. Well, <laughs> Tulio kind of looks Hispanic, but Miguel absolutely looks like he's fl- flipping Argentinian. <laughs> Miguel, Miguel is white. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Miguel, what Blonde hair, blue eyes. white. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, it just, it, it just is a movie that I don't think would be, like, done, at, like, in two, like... In today's world, like this movie would have been like, huh? I don't think that's what we want to do. <laughs> or like they would, they would have to be like there. Something that this movie is lacking is any kind of real significant moral arc mm-hmm. for our protagonists. Yeah, like their their arc is a relationship arc. It's not a moral arc. I think if you. If you gave, I think, like you said, the the only way, or like you know, to, to make this movie today, you would have to have them come like they would have to be like, yes, we are superior. Yes, we look <laughs> down upon you. You shall do what we want. Now kiss our feet. Yes. And over the course of the movie, they would realize, oh no, these people are just as good, if not better than us. And we have so much to learn from them. Why are we subjugating them? Oh my goodness. And realistically, there would be the the heart, the, 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 you know, it would. one of them probably would experience it through the love of a woman. And another one probably would experience it through the love of the common people. Which they kind of hint at in this movie. Oh yeah. But also, they don't at all. It's not enough to change them personally, right? That's just, like you said. They're, like they, they're, like they're like, okay, we feel really bad about tricking you, but if we can get away with this gold, we're, we're still going to do it. Yeah, yeah. And like, yeah, they at the end of the movie, spoiler alert, they do crash their their gold laden escape ship into the the pillars the, the, the pillars to keep the city safe to keep Cortez out. Yes, to keep Cortez out. Jim Cummings, Cortez, who sounds an awful lot like Pete. <laughs> he does, yeah. Um, uh, and then they're like, and they are now sentenced to wander the jungle. I oh my Forever! my joke my joke my joke. Uh, 
Uh, and they all stumble into a different tribe that is even more bloodthirsty. They're sacrificed on the first dawn. Credits. Oh, wait. That's the sequel. <laughs> it's very short. <laughs> it is a very short sequel. They stumble upon some <laughs> other ones. They'll believe we're gods. <laughs> Kill them. Um, they stumble upon the Conan tribe. I will now subjugate your woman. (laughs) Although they would magically speak English, so I I guess maybe it wouldn't be a problem. I don't know. (laughs) Please ignore that we don't look anything like this. (laughs) And the coincidence of the volcano just sucking back into itself. I thought that, I was like, well, that's just good timing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, like, <laughs> watching this in HD, I could see the hand, like, they were, like, the hand-drawing rush mistakes they were making. Like, at one point, I could see, like, their instant switch and being like, okay, sell, stand still, we're going to move you. Well, that's... Yeah. That's... But it just doesn't slow right. That's just a way to cut corners. Yeah. A way, a way to keep the budget under control. Oh, yeah. It's not... But it was but it's, it was a way when DreamWorks was doing because they wanted to do at least one to two films a year. Mm. Oh, so, so the, they were... And when they were a they brand were, new company, they, they were, were cutting corners. To, yeah, they were mm-hmm. trying to... They were... Yeah, they were, they were trying to keep things under budget and yeah. on time. Sure. And, and they already have Shrek down the pipeline next year and they're already spending, spending buttloads of money on that to bring the... Celebrity fueled giant that is Shrek out there. Well, this thing was pretty celebrity fueled. Well, it's just got two big celebrities in it. It's got Kevin Klein and it's got Kevin Brennan because Rosie Perez wasn't a I big celebrity at the time. I guess it's true. Like she's gotten more popular as time has progressed, but I don't think then she was that big. No. Like right now, she was in Birds of Prey and she's on the flight attendant on HBO. Rosie Perez. Mm-hmm. So she's usually her career's just moving up a little bit, but. I don't think it's ever been big. Like, Kenneth Branagh was Amadeus, and Kevin Klein was Kevin Klein. Like, I can't really name a ton of Kevin Klein movies, besides The Hunchback, currently. Um, I can name more Kenneth Branagh movies than I can Kevin Klein. Well, I was just looking at... I was just looking at Ken Branagh, so... uh, Let's look at Kevin Klein... Kevin, well, Kevin. Oh, he's known for that that movie. I forgot about that movie. Uh, Dave, Dave, Fish Called Wanda, oh, Wild Wild West, <laughs> Hot Off the Back of Wild Wild West was this movie. Oof. Poor Kevin Klein had a had a rough couple of years. French Kiss with America's Sweetheart Meg Ryan. The two thousands were not good to you. Uh, the late the late nineties and the early two thousands were not good to Kevin Klein. Uh, let's see how much truth there is to that. Uh, Hunchback, Fierce Creatures, never heard of it. Ice Storm, never heard of it. In and Out, never heard of it. A Midsummer Night's Dream, that's actually, actually, that's not an especially good version of it. <laughs> uh, Wild Wild West, Road to El Dorado, Life is a House, oh my goodness. <laughs> Uh, Orange County uncredited. So, so far, it's seeming like I'm right. <laughs> Hunchback of Notre Dame, Notre Dame Two. Oh my God, he comes the back. The Secret as him? of the Bell. Oh my God, he comes back as the as Phoebus. Yeah, it's Phoebus in that. Yep. 
The Emperor's Club? My thoughts about The Hunchback of Notre Dame is if it had continued onward, if that was the next movie after Lion King besides Pocahontas, I think that movie would be looked upon better than it is because I think we hit Pocahontas and there's a wall where everyone's like, eh, this movie's okay. And then we just kind of, then they start tumbling off that way. But I really like The Hunchback and I think the animation's the, great. The that. Hunchback, the, the thing about Hunchback of Notre Dame is it's a little is, darker too. It's an animated movie for adults. Yeah. That is not a kid movie. Oh, no. Um, and Pocahontas does a better job of walking the line between being an adult movie and a kid movie. Alright, I'll give it to you. Whereas, that is true. Whereas, like I said, there, there's, there's, a, there's some wildly problematic stuff in Hunchback. Oh, yeah. Which is shocking why it's rated G. For, it is? Yeah. Holy smoke. <laughs> wow. And this movie got PG, man. Wow. Yep, rated G. Well, yeah, because there's butts and a hell in this movie. There's a... there's a Thea was watching this movie with me, and she goes, this movie's real racy. I don't think I'd let my kids watch the Rodel Dorado. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, and at one point, at one point, he's like, she's giving him a massage, yeah. and then he gives her a massage, and then it randomly cuts to his face. I'm like, oh. I'm like, wait a second, did he just nut on her like, back or something? Like, what is going on here? It was the weirdest sequence. It was like we want to do a sexual innuendo, but it can't be that sexual. So back rubs. <laughs> <laughs> It was a weird sequence. Then I'm like, this is a kid's movie. Yeah. But then I was like, it's not worse than what's in Roger Rabbit, but all right. Yeah, but Roger Rabbit <laughs> Also PG. Unapologetically a movie for adults. <laughs> it's tough to be a god, Ken. Come on. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I got nothing. I, I don't know. That Silly song has been stuck in my head all day for some unknown reason. And the one on the freaking CD is not Kevin Klein and Kevin and Ken Brenaw. It is. Uh, it is Elton John and somebody that sang a whole buttload of Toy Story music, Randy Newman. <laughs> Oh, no. It is the oddest combination of people oh, no. singing this song. And I was like, ugh, this just does not have the same appeal. Oh, no. Like, the version in the movie is so upbeat and poppy, and this and the version they sing is very, like, jazz music-y. It's like, burr, 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 it's tough to be a god. Yes, it is in Toy Story World. It's just weird, because I was like, I never would have thought that Randy Newman and Elton John would sing together. And it doesn't work. <laughs> it was so weird, because I was like, oh man, I'm going to... Because while I was watching it, I was downloading the songs that I liked. Because I was like, okay, I don't want to download the whole thing. So I picked the two songs I liked, which was the El Dorado song in the beginning, and then It's Tough to Be a God. And I was like, oh, okay, it's probably the same thing. It just says Elton John singing some of the parts. And then I listened to it, I'm like, oh my god, is that Randy Newman? And then I was like, oh my god, it is Randy Newman. <laughs> it is not good. I will have to find 
the version with Kevin Klein and Kim Brenna somewhere on the internet and put it to music and put it in my iTunes. Good luck. So I did with the Dragon Ball Super theme. I just YouTubed it through OBS. Hint, everybody. Yes, if you want to illegally download things. It's not illegal. Sure sounds illegal to me. It was put on YouTube. I'm just taking the sound off of it. Yeah, but you didn't... It doesn't matter. <laughs> you don't pay for YouTube. It doesn't matter. You, you're right. You don't pay for YouTube, but it doesn't matter. Never mind. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it's not important. I mean, it is important, but it's not important. <laughs> Pocahontas, uh-huh. 6.7 on the flippin' IMDb star meter. And what was uh, what was Rodel and Rado? <laughs> flippin' 6.9. I'm not going to lie. I would rather watch Rodel Dorado. Nope, I I will read a book. <laughs> I will read a book. <laughs> I will read a book. I will read a book. <laughs> rather than watch either of those two movies. <laughs> I can't remember the last time I watched Pocahontas. Oh, go. wait, no, I can. When did I watch uh, Avatar? The time I watched Avatar. Because of the flipping same movie. <laughs> that's the last time I watched Pocahontas. In 2009, can watch Pocahontas. Because I watched Avatar, because they're the same movie. If you don't agree with me, fight me. <laughs> the movie domestically made 50 mil- $50.8 million. That's a boatload of money. Mm-hmm. Rodel Dorado. That's a boatload of 2000 of, of, of the year 2000 bucks. Worldwide, Criminy made $76.4 million. Worldwide, it made seventy. An seventy-six point 76? no, just seventy-six. It says all it does say is seventy-six point four worldwide total. I'm assuming that includes the. Yeah, that includes the that includes the domestic. Okay, so it did not do well internationally. No, they they probably saw the problematic nature of that. <sighs> just to just to get a comparison film, I'm going to go to Pocahontas. <sighs> Okay. Pocahontas. Uh huh. Domestically made one hundred and forty-one point five million dollars. Criminy. Wow. In nineteen ninety-five, money. <laughs> That's an awful lot of money. Worldwide made three hundred and forty-six point one million. So Pocahontas was a not a not a failure either. No. <laughs> and slapped. Slapped Rodel Toronto in its face. But did do you think that El Dorado is real? The like 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 not not like to take it out of the context, like a general like history or just a thought process of just the stories and the myths of El Dorado. I I don't well, know. I don't think so, but I don't really I don't. I mean, I, I think that if there were such a place as El Dorado, it, we would know where it was and we would know about it. But that doesn't necessarily mean it couldn't have been one of those weird, like Atlantis type amalgamation of places, places. So, like, there's. Part of it is here and part of it is there and part of it is there, and because. You know, and you, you take all of this together and it sort of boils together into a, a singular myth, a singular place. Uh-huh. Which is kind of how I feel about Atlantis. 
I, for a long time as a kid, if I wanted to pick a place that my travelers and my brain would go to, it would usually be El Dorado. Okay. Or Toon World in the center of the world, in the center of the earth. It was one or the other. Okay. Mostly Toon World in the center of the earth. Okay. But sure. I even dug a, I even tried to dig to Toon World after seeing Space Jam. Because <laughs> I was like, it makes sense. The Toon World's underneath the ground. <laughs> of course it makes sense. Yes. <laughs> this logic is sound. <laughs> but, I, it's, it's an interesting thought to just, take the Cortez myth not the myth but the Cortez history and be like what if he actually found it and then just like destroyed it took it apart and then did mm. all that and that history's gone forever it's just sad to think about found it but it was not the thing that yeah. he thought he was finding so in his rage he destroyed it mm-hmm. and never told anybody about it because it would have been shameful to yeah. have found the wrong thing mm-hmm you know, play to take a take a page out of uh, out of to go back to the Pocahontas thing, yeah. where John Smith is like, "Hey, do you have any gold here?" And she's like, "We have corn, <laughs> uh, lots of corn." <laughs> and he's like, "Oh boy!" <laughs> and so, if you know, you take you know you take the wrong person who's thinking this is he's gonna get rich on this walk and. On this boat ride, and uh, uh, doesn't fails miserably, doesn't mm-hmm. make any money. Yeah. Hi, mascot. Hi, Spark. Come on, Spark. See, what do you think about the movie? It was pretty good. How many robot punches would you give it? Yeah. Five. Three? Three? Yeah. Okay. All right. That was Thea, everybody, for the first time ever. With the mascot. Thea as mascot Batman. Yep, mascot Batman. (laughs) There was on the couch Batman, now there's mascot Batman. there's mascot Batman, right. Bye. Bye. Bye, Thea, thank you. So, it's just... It's just interesting to think of like history where stuff like these myths could have been actually seen but then like twisted and turned. Mm. It's it's I'm like you know, like people without the the benefit of hindsight, people who like don't know that this is all a fool's errand mm-hmm. and don't know that they're not gonna Like to them gold could have meant like community, like the like the city of gold was just a, a very good community. Right, yeah, or who knows. Or whatever their definition of gold was. Right, or it wasn't gold, it was yeah. water, and yeah. there was some weird translation error, and mm-hmm. instead of it being next to this really great lake, it's now this city of gold that doesn't actually exist. Or whatever. Yeah. Like, just somebody got some information, and then was like, okay, I'm going to take this. and it. It's interesting to see that point... Where, like, Disney did sometime, like, they did history near the end of their fairy tale runs, where they were like, okay, we've kind of run out of fairy tales, so that's why they did Pocahontas and other stuff like that. Mm. Like okay. Pocahontas and Mulan. Yeah, Mulan. Sort of these folk, these, like, folk, folk heroes yeah. that actually are sort of kind of, to varying degrees, based on people that actually lived. Mm-hmm. 
Like, the reality is, man, the movies, but we're going to take their lore and extrapolate it. And where, like, this did, like, the Eldorado myths, Sinbad, the, the, the Spirit movies, it did... What's the other movie that I can't think of? Uh, Prince of Egypt. Mm. Prince of Egypt and Joseph. Yeah, they did other they did other stories that could lead to a different way to tell a story besides like a fairy tale. They did mm. myth and folklore and and Bible stories and mm-hmm. historical fiction. It's it's a it was an interesting turn in this time of animation. I feel and. I don't know if we've hit anything as interesting in animation so far, where I think like a lot of animation is trying to play either they're trying to go back to what it was like princesses with Frozen and Let all that. Let it go. Yeah. Let it go. Or you're doing just sci-fi stuff, or you're trying to be like Shrek and just be celebrity fuel. Um, and What about... Wally and Ratatouille and I think Pixar is the closest place that's doing that stuff but I think when Disney bought Pixar and they started making them pump sequels out that's where I think they stumbled mm. and then I think they're now getting back to that point with like Luca and Soul and all these deeper movies that Disney's like let's put Inside it on Disney out. Plus Inside Out like movies that are thought provoking adult or, and kid kind of or just movies that are Movies that the filmmaker wants to make, not yeah. not just another sequel to this ultra successful franchise. Yeah, not like Cars Three, Toy Story Four. Granted, I love the Toy Story movies, right. but it's just another Toy Story movie, right? And like, I think, I think, the, I think maybe possibly the Toy Story movies are a bit of an exception to the rule, insofar as they. They are. They sort of. They they wind up being both sequels to incredibly fi- successful franchises that you know, but with characters and in a world and telling stories that the filmmakers are very interested in exploring, revisiting, spending time with. Because that's what Toy Story cetera, Four even happened, right? Because they were, because no one, they were like, we're done after three. But then someone came with a story that was good enough to make another one. So it's just, it's interesting. It's a, it's a nice breath of fresh air to get something somewhat different than what I'm getting now in animation. Like the like, well, like I could probably go to like the side genres of animation, and I can get that stuff. But like mainstream animation, like the Sony animation, the. Disney animation. I don't think I'm getting that because they're trying to pump you stuff mean, on there. You mean Minions and Crudes? Yeah, that stuff, no. I don't need another Minions movie, which and I'm getting next year. Wreck-It Ralph's? Oh, Wreck-It Ralph 2 is not good. <laughs> um, Watch it again. It's it's better on the second watch. Okay. I just feel like I just like Wreck-It Ralph 1 so much. Wreck-It that. Ralph 1 is fantastic. That movie is so good. Mm-hmm. And the issue with especially animated sequels is we expect animated sequels to be thematically similar. Mm-hmm. Wreck-It Ralph 1 and Wreck-It Ralph 2 are not thematically similar. They okay. are about different things. And so if you are going to Wreck-It Ralph 1 or Wreck-It Ralph 2 
expecting a retread of oh, the themes that we experienced in Wrecker Ralph 1, you're not going to get it. Oh, and Elijah is leaving me. I'm opening the door for Lewis. Oh, whoa, Lewis is here. Better late than never, I suppose. Thea left the door open. Thea left the door open. <laughs> so, Lewis, G-Y-A-I-H. <laughs> um, but yeah. Yeah, so... That that like I I I forget what possessed us to rewatch. Ralph breaks the internet. Wreck It Ralph two. And I was like, oh, on on a rewatch, like it's not, it's nowhere near. I shouldn't say it's not. It's nowhere near. It is a different movie from the first one. Mm-hmm. It is in many ways, I think, not really as good as the first one. But it. <sighs> Is still good. It's better, like I said. It's better on the rewatch. It's better when you know what to expect. Okay. Uh, I should give so, Lewis, how do we feel about Game of Thrones? <laughs> I think it's a great show. I don't know if it's about great show, but it was fine to watch that one time. I did uh, all in one shot. We watched. I did in a couple. I did like a couple of weeks. But I mean, like you watched it all, like from beginning to end, is what I'm saying. Yeah. I hear people like it a lot better that way. It's it is it makes it better, but. We watched it to the... What's his name? The little crap face died, got poisoned. Peter Dinklage? No. Joffrey. Oh, Joffrey gets poisoned. Yeah. Oh, that was good at death. Uh, he dies. <laughs> that made me happy. <laughs> and I think we watched one more episode, and we've we just kind of fizzled. We haven't been back. Oh, well. It's really just okay. That's just my I, opinion on that. I, was, I sat there and it was... My Game of Thrones opinion is that I feel that that show is very overhyped and I don't understand. Um, I I think there is a little bit of a phenomenon and I think maybe it peaked with Job Game of Thrones where... Like it's it's something that like you you have to be into it. You have to say it's the best thing ever because everybody else is into it and everybody else is saying the best thing ever. And I can't I can't disagree. I can't be wrong. Oh, like you must not be watching. You were following it right. the hype. This was your Sex in the City. Yeah. You, maybe stuff like that. You know, like Sex in the City. Um, I remember when that show was coming you know, out. People were like, "You need to show, watch that show." It's a show like, and it's and it's this is Game of Thrones is a really good example. The the only thing we still talk about about Game of Thrones is how crappy it was. Is, how crappy the ending is. Is the hype that was around? The fact that it was this it was this cultural phenomenon for the mm. the last few years it was on. Now, where we don't talk about how good it's not like The Sopranos, which everybody is still talking about to this day because it's an amazing show. Not that I've watched it. It's not Breaking Bad, which good. everybody still talks about today because it's a good show. Not that I watched it. It's not The Wire, which Ooh. I hear is, good, oh, is an amazing one show. One of the best shows of all time. But I've never watched I it. I should watch The Wire, because oh, I you, kind of just passed. You, you, really you, you'd, really, you'd really like it. The guy who plays Omar, amazing. You know he actually got buried in, in Harrisburg last week? Oh, he did? Yeah, his grandma apparently like lived out here, and he grew up in Harrisburg. Oh, that's interesting. interesting. So, like, yeah, like, um, I wor- like a, the, a woman's house that I painted... 
she brought that up because we were talking about the wire because the guy that I work with is all, is also from Baltimore. And he was like, oh, yeah, you know that guy Omar? He was like, all right, you know, something about like growing up in the streets of Baltimore. And I was like, okay, I get it. Everybody has a tough life. Understood. Hmm. And then the lady was like, oh, well, that actor, his grandma lived here. And this and that. I guess he, you know, this is where he got buried. Oh. So, a little fun fact of the day. Now back to the real important thing. The Rodel Dorado. I was going to say, how'd you guys feel about Atlantis? <laughs> you just watched it. You just watched a different movie again. <laughs> just just underrated movies. Like, next might be Treasure Planet. <laughs> Ken would like Treasure Planet. I, yeah. I, Ken, I, Ken is a Treasure Planet supporter. I've I, never seen it, but I would like to see it. That was... Oh, yeah. You should totally watch it. I forget what... I forget the directors. That, that They were movie, trying to get that movie made for forever. Yeah, is it... Wasn't that the last movie, like, that, like, didn't they say that, like, it was... Like, cinematically, it was really nice, but it was, it was just something that, like, kind of felt to, to, like, dead ears or something. Like, um, it, it, like it, it, it was the end of animation movies for... No, it was the end made. of... Dis- like, that, they declared that... The, they declared that the end of Disney's, like, reign of terror over animation. Gotcha. Because Shrek came out around in 2001, and that did so well, and then they were like, okay, but we got Treasure Planet in 2002. And, and then Treasure Planet came out, and it was like, here, play! Mm. And it did not make a, a lot of money. Gotcha. Yeah, well, it's because it's this weird. Oh, and then Brother Bear came along. And then Brother Bear, that. Home on the Range. And Atlantis. Wait. Oh, I forgot about Home on the Range. Wait, 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 wait. wait. Bro- I mean, you're telling me that Brother Bear did bad? Yeah. yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah. Brother, these, this, once Treasure Planet hit, that was the. That was, they They were about to put the death knell in Disney animation. And they were just like, goodbye. Bling, bling. Wow. Yeah. It was another death knell. They were just sort of trying. They were throwing things in the dark. They were like... However, uh-huh. Treasure Planet 7.2. <laughs> Look at that. On the IMDb it star did, it meter. Did, it did better than Road El Dorado. Did better than Road El Dorado, dang it. Now, and way better than flipping Pocahontas. Well, I think Road El Dorado, <laughs> what I like about that movie, uh-huh. was the fact that everybody spoke English. <laughs> Cultural appropriation at its finest. You know what I mean? That was the first we thing could, we, could, we could understand everything, which I really enjoyed. Because it was like, wow. We can uh, skip all of this stuff. We don't need to speak English. I, it, just, it was really nice, because it's good to see that other countries chose to learn English. <laughs> that Not that anybody needed a translator or anything like that, so I really enjoyed that. I love how they speak English, and then they just are like, who are these white people? <laughs> what do you say? I don't know what he's saying right now, but... Like, give it, like, ten minutes, and uh, we'll all be good here. <laughs> He's gotta be a god. <laughs> yeah, like, it, it was just, like, you know, I, it was, thank you. I, that, was I'm, my, I'm glad. that was my favorite thing, Lewis. Um, thank you for saying that. <laughs> uh, no one else speaks the same language. I wonder when they ha- have hand-waving away of that little chestnut's going down. <laughs> That was my note. I've read it now twice. You're welcome, everyone. It's a darn good note. Um, also, travel montage. They should have just traveled by map. It would have been faster. Um, I'm reference. Also, I will use my modem. I do have a question. What? Why? Why do they always make the female lead so curvaceous? Because animators are horny. Next question. <laughs> Next question. Because dude animators just want to draw. Have you ever watched The Simpsons? Yes. Animators love drawing Marge. They hate making Marge stories, but they love drawing Marge. Really? 
All, if you ask an animator who their favorite character draws, they love drawing Marge. What do they like drawing Marge? Because Marge is a very curvy woman. <laughs> I'm gonna have to check this out. And if you just look at just look at just look at um, Princess Cashmere from The Simpsons. Oh, is she is she the one that dresses like the genie? Yeah, yeah, she was. Or if you high. look at like Lurleen Lumpkin or any female that's drawn in The Simpsons, that's not a child. <laughs> Mrs. Krabappel. <laughs> Mrs. Kerpopoulos. Oh, funny. she was. She but was. Mm. That's that is that is just what you've learned. Like, and you watch a whole bunch of cartoons, you just eventually learn that animators are horny. <laughs> oh, the latest Simpson character. Oh yeah, I see. Okay. <laughs> oh yeah, I remember the girl that used to work, Mindy. Yeah, Mindy Simmons. Yeah. Okay, sorry. Sorry, folks, didn't mean to get off off sidetrack, but I would love for that game. I wish, like, we we should play all our sports the way they played that game. I like the historic... I forgot, that was the other historically accurate thing, was there was a game like that, except it was played for Skull. But... <laughs> I feel like Skulls aren't very bouncy. No, but they do go through holes, so... But, I mean, like, don't you think, like, anything would be better? Like, maybe Badman, Golf... If I put an armadillo in it? No, if like you played to the death. Oh. I didn't think it was to the death. I just thought it was like, it's four of them versus two no, gods. No, no, no. The losers get sacrificed. Or is it the winners? No, they want the, the they losers. Always, they chose get to the losers to, yeah. But they didn't make that deal. They just were like, they lost in shame. Would you like to take them as sacrifice? Uh, in real life, though, and I know I've seen videos of this real life game. Not that it was played, but like, I've seen people talk about it and like, People got murked. Yeah, of course. You know what a, I mean, well, I'm really, I was really annoyed that like there wasn't that many sacrifices. Like how? Well, that was the big thing. Was he? They didn't want any sacrifices. But I mean, like they still should have been somewhat accurate about it. Yeah, yeah. And this, this kids whole, movie because this whole because this whole movie is historically accurate. Let's sacrifice. There's a freaking dancing horse. We need horse. more <laughs> blood. More blood. In this already creepy, over-sexualized cartoon. I mean, I'm pretty sure those <laughs> Anyway, two we got... Sure. Never mind. <laughs> those two characters, I'm pretty sure, have roofied a woman. I I guarantee you I don't they know have they... done some Oh, despicable... it's tough to get a woman. <laughs> I see. I doubt that they have roofied, but I bet you money they have paid. Yeah. Mm. Of course they have. It, no, I get... Yeah. That's where all the Tulio's money went. <laughs> At first, I thought the, the dude's name was Julio, and I was like, "Oh, they got my dad's name." I was like, "Awesome!" I was like, "No, what the fuck, Tulio? <laughs> like, That's a stupid name." <laughs> I feel like someone just like had a typo, and they were like, "Don't you mean Julio?" And they were like, "You know what? Fuck I'm not you. redoing the script. <laughs> yeah, like, I'm not redoing this." And you know what else? Male seahorses give birth. <laughs> just for random knowledge that you want what? to throw out there. Well, all I'm random. saying is, like, you know, I feel like someone stuck to their guns. When they said that male horses give birth, you know what I mean? I feel like they were doing a study. They were like, oh yeah, and this is the male right here. And people are like, dude, are you sure? Because that thing's giving, it's having babies. And I'm pretty sure women have babies. And that guy was like, you know what? No. This dude <laughs> is giving birth. And I feel like the person who made Tulio had that kind of conviction. That like... He was wrong, but he didn't want to admit it. So he made the rest of the movie, and he was like, yo, Tulio, Tulio, Tulio. I'm just going to say my favorite my, my favorite joke in this whole movie, mm-hmm. and then I have said my piece on Rodel Dorado. 
It is at the end what we were talking about, where they ram the boat, and all the gold's gone into the thing, and they're all and they're all crying about the loss of gold. And then the horse lifts up its <laughs> lifts up its hooves, looks at the gold, and then it still just looks forward and puts the hooves down below the rocks. <laughs> it's my favorite uh, joke in the whole movie. Gold horseshoes. That's not coming back ever. No. <laughs> I feel like wouldn't, wouldn't gold horseshoes be bad? Isn't metal? Yeah, isn't that gold would, real it would, soft? would like, not be a good choice. It's not. It's just a, it's for the joke. <laughs> it's it's only for that ten second joke where the horse looks at the gold horseshoes, looks at them, and then slowly puts the hooves down below a rock. <laughs> now, how do you guys feel about the a- animation for this movie? It's fine. It, it's, it's, do you feel like it held up well for for fine. how long it's been? There's like I think I think. I think hand-drawn animation holds up as well as it holds up. Like, if you like the style that it is in, it holds up great. If you don't like the style that it's in, it doesn't hold up as well. This movie feels a little dated because of the style that it's in, but at the same time... It, it, but it's also like the house style of the time, so it's the same... It's the same... Not exactly the same... Mm-hmm. But it's similar style that to uh, the other the other movies movies that were out. Everything like, out coming out around hey, that time. I've, yeah, yeah, like okay. Spirit and Hunchback and Pocahontas and all that. Yes. What was the girl's name again? Chell. In this movie? Yeah. Chell. Chell. Were you right. talking about the actress's name? No, no, not the actress. Just okay. the, the character. Okay. In the fight between. Hand to hand combat between Chell and Pocahontas, who would win? Chell. Um, <laughs> Chell's a thief who was who almost broke out of El Dorado. Um, <laughs> Pocahontas. Never is, mind. Uh, uh, I mean, Pocahontas, Pocahontas would win. Poca- have you seen Pocahontas fight? For, she can shoot. For you said hand to hand. Hand to hand combat. Yeah. You said hand to hand combat. I'm pretty sure shooting is not hand-to-hand combat. I know, but I'm pretty sure Pocahontas would still win. I agree, mostly because she's six, eight inches taller. <laughs> uh, that could be. Yeah, yeah that's and, and I mean Pocahontas <laughs> is pretty athletic, and you're telling me she hasn't gutted a raccoon. You know what I'm saying? She didn't <laughs> gut a raccoon friend. Well, because she Hello, likes Miko. Everyone. Well, maybe. Well, I wonder why Miko's by himself. Hmm? Why Where's isn't there? Why isn't there Mika? Uh? Yeah. She Mika, fucking. Mika, she was. Like, you know, he was. She was like. Stop. True. So all I'm saying is, I think, I think, Pocahontas would win. Sinbad. I, that's but, the other one. But yeah. I wouldn't say. But I wouldn't say hands down. In that. Sinbad? Really? Yeah. With, is Sinbad Sinbad? Brad Pitt. Sinbad: Legends of the Seven Seas. Brad Pitt and uh, Charlize, I think. Charlize, that you were was, Wasn't I thought it was Catherine Zeta Jones? Oh, did you, you might guys? Be right. You might be right. Did you guys uh, do the uh, robot punches already? No, we no. haven't done Well, how about we? We will. I'm currently yes, want my Catherine answer. Catherine Zeta Jones. Yeah. I currently wanted my answer. Michelle Pfeiffer, Joe Fiennes, not Brad. Pitt. Brad Pitt. Okay. What's your? Are you in uh, now, or were you? Do you have? A, do you have another question that you want to answer? No, he answered my question now. All right. You want robot punches, Ken? Are we sure. at that time? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, let me get my notes back up here. Oh, wait, they never left. They're right here. I'll do it first. Uh, I'm going to go the same as El Dorado with the Road to El Dorado and three. Ooh. <laughs> because I had a good time. It was short. 
and I hadn't watched this movie since probably 2000. <laughs> so, and I was like, okay. And for the sheer fact that It's Tough to Be a God has been stuck in my head for two days, I have to give it a three because of that. Mm. So. Do you want to go, Lewis, or can Yeah, yeah, I'll go. Uh, I give this movie uh, four stars. We don't have stars. Four robo punches. There we go. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, but I give it. I guess stars are copyrighted, Lewis. God, <laughs> I give it. I get four robo punches mostly because one, I really remember it, like wanting to watch this movie as a kid, and I don't have Burger King or yeah, McDonald's. Was it Burger King? Yeah. yeah, I remember Burger King having the toys, and I'd be like, "Yo, these things are cool." And then I was like, "Yo, I was I was also really cool with the word conquistador." Oh, that's like, that's a cool ass word. And then I saw it, and, and then. What's her name again? Chell? Yeah. She was thicker than a sticker. I was like, my God. The things that this I would movie, do to you. This movie was aggressively horny for BPG. Oh, yeah. No, that's what I'm saying. I was like, listen. <laughs> we, we discussed it. I, 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 listen, Chell. You're giving me a There real... was so much sex aflying in that, in, that, in that. Well, that's why, you know, I think I was, by the time that I was done watching the movie when I was a kid, I was just ready to be a man. <laughs> You know, I knew I wanted to take that note. Like, Hello. I think the, I think the road to El Dorado is an innuendo to a woman's vagina. There you go. There it is. <laughs> Bam. <laughs> Lewis, you, you solved it. You fiend. <laughs> you solved it. So that's why I give it four out of five robot punches. I just want to title this podcast The Road to El Dorado and no explanation. <laughs> and it's only funny to me. <laughs> well, it's no surprise no one talks about this movie. Uh, pretty unremarkable. The cast was pretty wasted on this pretty boring story. Talents of Elton John were also wasted on this pretty unremarkable movie. So yeah, it's a two. Not unwatchable, just not really a good reason to watch it. Elton John got to write his own music, which is just... which is He got to write and perform, because he only got to write the, some of the songs in Lion King, so... I could show you the world. Like how I said Lion King, and he sings an Aladdin song. Any news, guys? Uh, let me bring up the thing. I don't remember. I don't have any news. Uh, Immortals trailer finally came out. The what? The Immortals, or whatever. The Immortals? What's the next phase of Marvel's? The, the Eternals? Eternals? That's been out for forever. Well, there we go. The Eternals uh, trailer just came out. I don't know if you guys know this, but Angelina Jolie is in it. And so is Camille. What? Camille Angelina. No. Get out of town. What? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Half of Game of Thrones is in it, That's too? it. I gotta go. I know, right now. I gotta go watch um, this trailer right now. I, I didn't know any of that. I don't know if you guys... I am so surprised. I'm glad. I'm glad. Um... Disney Plus Day was announced. What's that? Disney Plus Day is uh, when Disney Plus was launched. They're now doing a yearly event where all this stuff is coming out on Disney Plus Day. Like, everybody's doing their own Disney Plus shorts. The Simpsons is doing a Disney Plus thing. Every product that they own, Disney said, is doing a thing. They're also releasing... They don't own South Park. Um... That would be that's on HBO. They're HBO. they're also putting Shang Chi, Jungle Cruise, and the new Home Alone movie instantly on Disney Plus. Is it going oh. to be free? Yeah. 
No additional cost. No additional cost. Woo! Shang Chi, baby! Daddy's gonna see them nine rings. It's November 11th. You already saw the nine rings. Ten rings also. I didn't see it. I watched that movie with you guys. I couldn't. That's it. Go buy a ticket (laughs) right now. Nope. Uh, But another one, I don't know if you guys uh, know this, but there is a uh, Halloween movie coming out. (laughs) Uh-huh. Really? Halloween Kills? October 15th? Yes. Um, really? I didn't know that. <laughs> that looks really good. Um, it's not the last one, so... What? There's a third one. This new one coming out. Yeah, this is the second one. There no, will be a third one. No, I thought this was the third one. No, this is the second one. Halloween Kills, then Halloween... Something else. Oh, this one isn't done by Rob Zombie? Halloween's no. Revenge. Halloween. They haven't done a Rob Zombie one. They Resurrection. Did two Rob Zombies. Ah! Yeah. Uh, Halloween. They haven't done a Rob Zombie one since 2000. Yeah, that's it. Oh, so this isn't its own. Halloween movie. Ends. That's what it's called. Halloween Ends. In oh, well, Jamie Lee Curtis is back, right? Yeah. Jamie Lee Curtis is back. And this is the, the second one? one? This is the second one. Oh, I thought this was the third one. No. If you want to get technical, Halloween, the original Halloween is the, the first, first part. One. And then they go right to this, this one, one, which is also <laughs> called Halloween, and then they do another Killing. one. Yeah, this one's Halloween Kills, and then there's another one called Halloween Ends. Okay, There's going to be another one that's coming out. But, yeah, called Halloween Ends in and, 2022. And how's it going to end? I have no idea. It's in 2022. <laughs> Michael Myers probably do still you lives. Think, do you think Jamie Lee Curtis probably dies before it films. So <laughs> You think she's going to be like, alright, listen, kill me off, just like Harrison Ford. No, I just think that it's just taking too long, so I oh. feel like they filmed them back to back, so it's probably done. Oh, but. another one. Um, I don't know if you guys have seen this. It's cinematically gorgeous. Um, Avatar, the Last Airbender. Ken, as an actual piece <laughs> of note, uh, news mm-hmm. uh, announced today because Paramount didn't do enough announcing. Uh, Disney didn't, didn't do enough announcing on their program. Paramount announced the Pitch Perfect TV series. Starring Adam Devine, brought to you by Elizabeth Banks. Get ready for Bumper the TV show. Oh, this my is my. <laughs> I'm not really interested in that. Do you think Anna Kendrick is going to make an appearance? No. How about, uh, how about Rebel Wilson? Maybe. maybe. Wow. Money, money speaks. So yeah, it seems like I really used to admire Elizabeth Banks, but now I feel like you just. Took the money, but I, this is the opinion of a of a simple man. Simple man, he's a simple man. Simple man, <laughs> with many different pleasures. Simple, simple man. Simple. Well, right. Ken, where are we at? Oh, we're probably good. Probably good. Fifty-four. Yeah, that's pretty half. good. Yeah, well, that's good. Real quick, do you but, want to talk to everybody about the wine that you are sipping? The wine I'm sipping. Is from Buttonwood Grove Winery in the Finger Lakes. It's darn delicious. It's blackberry flavored. Is it I sweet? polished the whole thing. Yeah, it's a sweet wine. I don't buy nothing Ooh. that's not sweet. Mm, okay. Cough syrup. But no, that sounds really good. You know what? Cheers. Uh, here, here. Whatever the French say. Ooh, guys, I don't know if you know this, but the Matrix Four is also coming out, and they put the Matrix. Hey, Kevin, it's that time of night. Is it is on time HBO? <laughs> Check out our website at www.thepostmanpodcast.com. Send us some emails to thepostmanpodcast at gmail.com. Find us on Twitter at thepostmanpod. Check us out on Instagram 
at the Posterman Podcast, all one word. Find us on Facebook at the Postman Podcast. Check us out on YouTube. Tyler just put up two videos, not one but two. Cool. Two whole videos are up there. And find us on Patreon. Search for the Postman Podcast. Donate a dollar to help our cause and pay for the website. Don't forget Yay. to tag us in anything that you do, whether it's you know family portraits, uh, dates, uh, anything. Just just tag us. Lewis's wife has done that consistently with the baby pictures. <laughs> So <laughs> really? No, I just wanted to say. Oh. It. So so that maybe the next baby picture we could be tagged in. <laughs> you know, you and guys, that, you hear that, Liz? Let's uh, let's uh, let's all meet up sometime. You know, we'll do creator versus audience meetup. Lewis, thank you for coming. At least, at least you showed up. I tried. Like suddenly, like the person we changed the schedule for. So. <laughs> That's right, Tyler. I did dig at you at the end. <laughs> mm, eat it, Tyler. Tyler, I miss Booger you. eater. Have fun camping, you bastard. All right, talk to you then. Bye, everybody. See Bye. ya. It's tough to be a god, but if you get the people's god, count your blessings, yeah, keep them sweet. That's our advice.